Hello everyone, welcome again to the Dear Young Adult Podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, I am Ginika Okoro, and it's very, very good to have you on this. If you're yet to subscribe, again, I'm wondering if you've listened to the first one, second one, and you're on this one, and you've not subscribed, I'm judging you, but thanks for joining. I'm hoping you do that after this. Please hit the subscribe button, share with your friends, and let's get this show on the road. On this episode, I have my very own friend, travel body, and partner in the soft life. <laughs> Chinyere Ezugu. And we'll be talking on the topic of self-awareness. So before we jump into it, uh, I think we should start with Chinyere introducing herself. So tell us, who are you, please? Uh, I really like that introduction, soft life, <laughs> right? Partner in soft life. So hi, everyone. My name is Chinyere Izugu. I'm a very good friend of Ginita's. I am a finance professional with about 14 years experience. I currently am the finance manager for one of the big multinationals. I'm Oosh, happy. I don't deal with small people. I just say it's you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, we have to brag on that. This <laughs> so I'm happy to be here today um, to discuss this topic of self-awareness. It's one that I'm really passionate about. And uh, you will receive the passion, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, let's let's get right into it, you know. So you can sit back, relax, um, grab your cup of coffee. If you're driving, please make sure your eyes are on the road. Um, but let's get into the topic. On this topic of self-awareness, let me just give you a background on why Chinyere is the one having this conversation with me. We've spoken about it so many times. And the truth is, we've both been on this journey of self-awareness. We understand that it's a journey, you Mm. see. And so we thought that it's important for us to delve into the topic. Just, you know, fill you guys in on most of our conversations Mm. um, on this topic and give examples on how why it's important, how you can build self-awareness, how to identify when people are, are lacking this, you know, whether mm. it's for you um, or for people in your team or your friends and how to help them, yeah? And just things to be mindful of because this is something that it will definitely enrich your life mm. if you have that personal mastery on lockdown. Mm. Okay, so I think I will start with the question, what, what exactly is self-awareness? If someone asks you, Chi, um, what's self-awareness? How will you describe it? Um, I mean, I think that there could be several definitions out there, right? Um, for me, the way I like to look at self-awareness is, you know, the ability to see yourself clearly, you know? Uh, when I say yourself, it's, you know, their man is a... You know, we are we are makeup of our minds, our emotions. You know, our pasts, um, yeah, and our thoughts about the future. So, self awareness really, um, the way I look at it is the ability to see yourself clearly. You know, understand how you think, understand your emotions, mm-hmm. understand what drives you, understand your your past, understand understand really who you are. And that's I'll say it again, see yourself clearly. And being able to put all those aspects of that together to fit a frame of when you look at yourself or when you're going to describe yourself to say, this is who I am. And 
that then translates into how you approach life mm. every day, approach, you know, people, how mm. you interact with people, how you interact with the things that come at you every day. So that's why I said it's a very important topic for me because one, if you don't start this journey, you know, it really, if you don't start the journey of becoming self-aware, and I like what you said earlier about how it is a journey, you know, it's a journey. You, you Today you think, oh, I'm really, really self-aware. I have it on lockdown. I understand myself. Tomorrow, life will hit you. Basketball, something will come at you. And then you just see that, ah, I didn't know I was like this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know I, I still had this thing. Residual bad yes. behavior. <laughs> exactly. So it's a journey, right? And it's one that we must all start become conscious of, you know, to see ourselves clearly and begin to interact with ourselves like that and translate that with how we interact with the external world around us. Hmm. I like that. For me, I would define self-awareness as who you want to be seen as. Hmm. The difference between who you want to be seen as and... um, Okay, let me start again. So basically, for me, it's it's that... um, gap between Mm. how you want to be perceived how Mm. you want people to see you Mm. and how you You see see yourself yourself. Mm. you know you are more self-aware where the the margin of error Mm. is is close Mm. you know so we cannot they're not they no finish to be honest you cannot (laughs) say they're not they no finish but the truth is the way you want to be perceived the person you want to become what's the difference between that person and who you are now Mm. and do you know that difference enough Mm. to want to address it mm. so it's a it's a range of who you are as a human being mm. you know the combination of your good what mm. are you good at mm. do you know what you're good at do you know do you know how you show up when mm. when you're upset you know do you know your triggers mm. like you said emotions yeah. are you able to manage yeah. your emotions do you have yeah. do you have emotional intelligence because mm. many people we talk about that topic of and maybe it's another topic we'll talk about some other time mm. we talk about emotional intelligence mm. well Many people don't have it because they don't even know how they would react in certain situations, you know. So it's basically putting all that into perspective and Mm. saying, this is who I want to be. This is who I am Mm. right now. Mm. And I don't like the difference. So I want to walk walk towards it. So you're Mm. very conscious of Mm. those things, you know. Mm. Um, And when they show up, you identify, okay, I'm going to do different because Mm. it's a journey. Mm. Knowing that it's a journey is first of all correct. Know it and no peace. Correct. That you will never always yes. Realization of, is yes. I need to start. I need to embark on this um, journey. Yes. Correct. I will not get it. Always get it right. Mm. But we are Christian, so I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit correct. will help me, and Absolutely. I think that's that's the benefit we have. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I remember. I, I'm going to ask you your first inter the first. Um, time you thought about the need for self-awareness in your story mm. you told me before but i want them to hear because for <laughs> yeah. the benefit of stories is that usually we don't realize that many people have different elements of our stories mm. you know yeah. and so when you share people are able to mm. um pick out a few things and learn mm. from it mm. so let me ask you that question what was the first time you what's your self-awareness story hmm Okay, now let me think back, you know, when I, 
I would say that the time in my life when I began to realize that self-awareness was a thing and that I needed to become more self-aware, when I started the journey really, and I would say it was in my early 30s. Mm. And it's so funny because you would think that, oh, someone who is in their early 30s should have a lot of things on lockdown, figured out things. I mean, I used I showed up to I showed up to work every day, I interacted with people every day and all that. However, I just I knew that my life, I wasn't happy with my life. You mm. know, I just couldn't explain it. I would I would have a lot of periods of of you know not not understanding how how I was showing up, how I was interacting with myself, how my emotions, right? How I was interacting with myself and how you know I was interacting with the external world around me. Um, and I think that the moment it began to change, right, was when I started becoming more um, aware of the love of God in mm. my life. You know, um, I think God started taking me on a journey of seeing him. I mean, I had been a Christian for what? Well over 10 years. Um, you know, I think I got born again in, I think I was 19 or so. So I'd been a Christian, right? But I never really understood my relationship with God as a father and that unconditional love of God until my late 20s, early 30s. And when I started, you know, when I started seeing God in this light and receiving the unconditional love of God, I realized that what happened was that it translated into me loving myself. Hmm. So whereas hmm. in the past, in the past, I would, you know, I'll feel some type of way where I would, things would happen. I would have mood swings or I would react to things. And the, the way I would translate those feelings into myself was of self-condemnation. Mm -hmm. But when I started embracing the love of God, it wasn't about self-condemnation anymore. I started seeing myself. I was like, okay, why, 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 why do you react this way? Why do you feel this way? Why does this trigger you, you know? And rather than saying, oh, you are, you are this way, you are an angry person, or you are this way. Yeah. I was seeing myself as God saw me. So there was a, there was how God saw me. There was how I saw myself. And I wasn't seeing myself how I saw myself. And I was seeing myself how God saw me. And I knew that there was, there was you have a, to come up higher. Correct. <laughs> so, and I like what, um, we know Caroline Leaf, right? I listened to oh, one yes. of her messages and she said, we must learn to freak out in the love zone, mm. you know? So I started freaking out in the love zone and I became, I when I faced, when, when, when I was faced with a situation, right? I rather than condemn myself, I would go back to God and say, why, why did I react this way? Why did I? And the process of healing began mm. and I started understanding why I would, feel a certain way and all that and react in a certain way and i knew that okay i could do better i could be better mm -hmm. because i began to see myself through the lens of god and guess what a lot of all these challenges and things i'm talking about were things i faced in the workplace 
Give us examples you know. now. <laughs> Don't call names. Oh my gosh, you know. But give us examples, just tidbits I here think, and there. So the first time, I think the first, the first period that started was in 2016. 2016 was, I think, for when I look at my career journey, it was the one most, the first most trying year, because you know there were a lot of things going on in the economy in that period and at work. It affected the area of work that you know I was handling them, and there was so much pressure. There was so much, you know, I had to I had to work long hours. There was so much demands, you know, placed on me at work, and a lot of these things tried. Like people would several requests used to I used to be bombarded with several requests, and it was really, really, really stretching. But guess what? At those times, right, when I would be frustrated, when people would annoy me, and because I had started this journey with God, I would go back to God. Mm. I would always go back to God and, you know, I would freak out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, of course, I wouldn't do it in the office. In the privacy of my room, I would go back, I would cry, I would vent, and guess what? I would exchange whatever I'm feeling with, you know, like I said, that gap of how I mm. see myself, how God sees me. And then I would show up the next day you know, ready to be more tolerant, more to face whatever difficulty it was at work, irrespective of whatever people, I might do a report or the the work, the Excel file might not balance and all that and all that, you know, I will take all of that, whatever people were saying, and go back to God and exchange it and then come back. And what people were then seeing was me of maybe two years ago would have gotten frustrated angry fled up fled up you know yes so i started god and the holy spirit helping me manage my emotions and all that and that year was the year where after that year i got a major my first major promotion and even subsequently right work became harder and you know i dealt with more difficult people you know but interacting with God, with the Holy Spirit would help me realize, no, this one, you're just being unnecessarily emotional. Mm. You know, you don't have to be emotional. Mm-hmm. You know? you don't, the spirit you have, you have a sound spirit, you have a sound mind. Oh my you God. Know, so all, all of that, right? And a lot of, like I said, a lot of this, this opportunities that I had to test, to, to build up myself, or my self-mastery, my self-awareness, right? With things that are in the workplace. And I tell people a lot that a lot of times we, we undervalue our workplace. It's not somewhere where we just come to any salary. Mm-mm. It's somewhere where we come to become. Mm. We go to work oh. to become, you know. The oh. experiences, the things that we face, the challenges, our opportunities for us to be refined, mm. you know. So that for me, that refining was really, really, really major. I was, before then, I would say I was a child. I didn't understand a lot of things. But because I also embraced the process, right? And I became I became very objective with myself. And in the past, the difference was because I mean you have to look at yourself in a mirror. You know, you have to look and tell yourself the truth. I messed up or I am I'm too emotional or yeah. I get easily triggered. The difference was in the past. I would freak out in the heat zone mm, and judge yourself. And judge myself, you know, and compare guilty. yourself with someone else. Correct. That doesn't help anybody. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. It's taking 
it's being accountable for the, the nonsense yes. and saying, okay, how do I do better? Correct. What are the things that trigger me? Absolutely. Holy Spirit, you have to help me yes. because <laughs> if you don't help me, I'm Absolutely. on my own, literally. Absolutely. So for me, that's why the, my own self-awareness journey, and I mean like ours as well, is incomplete without what the path, the role that God and the Holy Spirit play. Yeah. Because you freak out, you see yourself, your mess, but you're not looking at it from a guilt perspective. You're looking at it from this. This might be my current, you know, situation, but it's not my condition in God. No, the Bible says I have a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. My head is correct, actually. It's correct. <laughs> my head is correct. And then that is what you then identify with. And then you bridge the gap. Mm, you take steps, gap. practical yes. steps. And we'll talk and about the practical yourself. steps, actually. Um, for me, my self-awareness journey started a lot, lot um, earlier than than you. You, you have been wise since um, <laughs> <laughs> then. Since then, <laughs> So the thing is, I realized um, the truth is, we live in an environment. We are not. We, are, we don't. We don't live in silos. So mm. environments influence us. Mm. And I realized that I was a very angry teenager. Very angry teenager and it was all about not loving myself yeah. so one thing i know about self-awareness when you love yourself mm. <laughs> it shows yes self-awareness is about loving yes. yourself you know yes. and loving yourself enough to do the work right. um i i did not like myself my mom used to cry because she would i felt i was ugly so there were many insecurities i was dealing with i had gone through um through um abuse you mm. get um it was, it wrecked my um, my teenage years. And it got to a point where I would go and say, God, if you do not help me, I don't know what's going to happen mm. because I don't like myself. Mm. And because I didn't like myself, I was projecting on people. Mm. And I'll give you an instance. That's, I think that was one moment I was like, mm -mm, I don't want to be this person. Mm. So you know that I mean, I know that I have weight. I'm mm. funny, you know. And I used to use my weight as covering, covering, covering up for um, what I thought was an insecurity. Like, so people would like me. People are more endeared to funny people. Mm -hmm. And so I used to use it to bring other people down. And not even knowing I was doing because I grew up in a house where jabs are a thing of, you know, everybody is yabbing mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. But mine, I found that when I go out there, I'm using it to... Um, Bring people down. My mom says something. If you see a man standing tall mm -hmm. and you have something down, you're saying it will bring him down. You mm -hmm. should rather hold your peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, my. If I see you, you know, he always say it. Mm -hmm. And everybody will laugh. But I'm making you small in the process. Mm -hmm. How does that reflect on me? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. is that who I want to be? Mm -hmm. So in this instance, it was a friend of mine. And we were, this was A-levels. And um, she's she was on the big side. Um, and so... When the classroom, she came into my class, I was in science, I was in arts, and she came into my um, class, and I think a rat had died around, so it was smelling. Mm. Because you know how you can, the stench. Yeah. And she just passed, she was like, what's smelling here? Oh, God. And what came out from my mouth? It, was, it wasn't it was even something I thought of that it would hurt her. That's what, you see, being self-aware is that you know the impact of what you do and how it lands on people. Mm. You know how you show up. I just said, you know, they say fat people smell now, maybe it's Mm. everywhere went quiet and people started laughing mm. do you know 
I did not remember. I, I remember doing that. Mm. But it was when we, we be, funny thing is, like four or five years down the line, we became roommates mm. in uni. Mm. And she reminded, she reminded me of what that did to her. And wow. I broke. I was wow. like, how? Wow. How was I that person? You mm. see? And it made me realize that if you do not heal, mm. hurt people, hurt people. Correct. Yeah. And I went to God to say, I, I want to be kind. Correct. Kindness. I want mm. kindness and love to be my emu. Mm. I don't want to react out of hate and mm. into, because I'm dealing with my own. How right. do I? So it was a conscious thing. Mm. And you see, we talk about self-awareness and we'll talk about how, how you can identify, how you can build it up. Mm. But one thing I know is that as much as they will tell you, um, get feedback, you know, you know, do reflections. Mm. Some people, a therapist will also help in that. Correct. We talk about it. I honestly believe that if your frame of reference yeah. of who you want to be is not clear, Correct. you will not be able to define how you want to show up. Absolutely. So my frame Absolutely. of re reference was, I want to be like Jesus. I want yes. to be kind. I want yes. to be known to be a kind person. Yes. Compassionate. Yes. Let the words of my mouth edify. It was such yes. a big thing for me. So yes. right now I'm still funny, but if I say something, I, I'm conscious of how it lands. Mm. I watch people's expressions. Mm. If you flinch, mm. I pick it. Mm. And I'll come to you, did Sorry of, about what I said. Mm. I've called somebody by 11 p.m. Mm. one day to say, I, I apologize for that thing I did when when Kyle, I don't know if he, person that was wrong with you. But in my head, I was like, I don't ever want to show up and you Absolutely. think that I want to, I am taking advantage of Absolutely. you giving me access and making fun of you mm. at your expense. No. Mm. That's not what a kind person. So mm. it was very important to me to mm. define who, who, I, how I wanted to be and who I wanted to yeah. show up as. Yeah. And I think with self awareness, it plays out in different areas. I've just talked about one area, but at work, mm. in relationship, mm. friendships. Yes. I wasn't one of the greatest friends, to be honest. Mm. But I learned friendship from being from my friends. Yeah. People loving me made me see how to be loved, and I wanted to do it. Mm. And so I'm like, okay. Let me host you. I hate you. I'm sure you probably know this. I like my space. But mm. I go out of my way these days to say, let me host you. Let me cook for you. But I'd rather, I, I don't share food. <laughs> we all know. We all know. But I, these days, I'm going beyond what I know is comfort to me to say, how do I want to be seen? I want to be seen as a good friend. What will a good friend do? But there's a caveat there. I'm not afraid to say no to I'm not going to be taking for a ride. So mm -hmm. I also know what it means to set boundaries. Wow, yes, yes. Because um, one thing the Bible says is giving cheerfully is important. So right. if I'm not doing it and I know that my heart right. is, 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 there's no bad blood, right. there's no point doing it. So I check myself, is this what I can actually do at this time? Right. Can I commit to it? It may mean some discomfort, but can I commit to it? Right. I say yes. If not, I say I'm not afraid to say no. Right. Because there's also that shift of, Okay, I want to be this person, and then you lose yourself in the process. Yes. No, that's not what God yeah. is saying you should do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're getting uh, you know in the forever. 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 This is like to go on yeah. and on forever. So, forever. Um my question would then be we've talked about our story. Yeah. So why is it important in the workplace, for instance, with friendships? Um, how does it affect relationships, your own well-being? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've glossed on it, but exactly. I want you to expound on it. If you see, how do you know a leader is self-aware? Mm. You know, how does it affect the way you manage your team, the way you collaborate in your team? Mm. You know, let's hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it's you cannot overemphasize it, right? Like you mentioned, you you just highlighted it. We are we're not we're not um even though we have different roles that we play in our lives, right? You can be a mother, you can be a daughter, you know, uh, uh, you're, you're a team lead, you report to people, but at the end of the day, it's still you. You're the one showing up in all of these different roles every day of your life, right? And you're bringing who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you are hurt, mm-hmm. if, you are, if you have residual hurt, you're going to sh- that horse will show up yes. in your relationship as a team lead, as a mm-hmm. you know, as a team member, as a mother, as a friend, you know. So it's very important for you as a person to embark on this journey, become self-aware, heal, so that you can bring your best self to all these different roles, you know. At work especially, because work, you know, you can choose your friends. Mm. You can choose your friends. You can you have 10 friends today. Tomorrow, you can say tomorrow, oh, these four, I don't want. You should be going. But your jobs, you can't just be changing jobs every day. You can't even so... change. You, 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 job is far. You can't choose your line manager. Exactly. You can't choose your line You can't choose the team, you your teammates. Your you, you have, yes, you can decide, this is what I want to do yes. with my... With my life, exactly. or the people they give you to do with tweets, it's not likely, yes. or even your family. Yes. <laughs> so that's why, for me, I'm also passionate about the workplace, about you know the self awareness in the workplace. Because, and think about it, we spend the bulk of our weekend time at work. Mm-hmm. So if you're not able to bring your best self to work, I I believe that it will then affect other areas of your life. If you are not able to control your, and whether we like it or not, we are, we are not, we are more emotional than rational beings, you know. So if you're not able to figure out and, control, and manage yourself, see yourself, understand how you are, how you relate, you know, you are not going to, you know, like I said, I'll use that word again, bringing your best self. Mm-hmm. You're not able to deliver, you know, tomorrow, today your boss can come. And I mean, this happened to me just last week. You know, there was a presentation the next day, the the at 8 a.m. the next day, and I'm only getting a notification about it, you know, <laughs> a few hours before. And my first reaction was, I didn't want to curse, mm. but I think I cursed a bit in my mind. <laughs> I'm like, why am I just getting this? And I'm expected to, you know, but guess what? I, you know, recalibrated yes, recalibrated and I'm like okay guess what Chineri? this time tomorrow this thing will be over that's it by this time perspective tomorrow, is everything so you can choose to you know you can choose to be upset to grumble give an attitude <laughs> mm. right or you show up show up you know I mean get it over with it's a it's still a legitimate request yeah. being made of you you know you don't have to get onto what even you yourself you know you yourself are there not times when you have come to somebody last minute and if the person gave you attitude how would you have felt mm-hmm. so why do you want to give attitude you know, it's a legitimate request you know just just get it done you know have the right attitude you know so that's what, also what you spoke about empathy you know? yeah so i said this doesn't matter and we did this yes we worked a bit longer um my days extended or stretched you know that day longer than i wanted to but i did it my boss was happy we we're all happy 
you know, the meeting went well. He presented the next day, right? So you see, I, me of, me of maybe years back would have definitely had an attitude. Mm. I would have given you an attitude, but I've learned. And what, for me, I always think about before you give, think about if you were to receive, mm. how would you feel? Empathy, mm. kindness, you know? So I've learned to bring that every day to work. And because the truth is, so a lot of times we give what we cannot take. Mm. We give what we cannot take. You know, give and we take. Okay, that was. Be serious. Be serious. So sometimes we give what we cannot take, you know. And then, a lot of times things are not about us. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things are not. It's, things are. It's not that it's, deep. It's not that deep, you know. And guess what? That thing you were stressing or you're getting emotional over. By in twenty-four hours, it won't matter. In by one week, it wouldn't matter. So you ha- you can either choose to sh- come up with an attitude of, or, you know, mm. get it, mm. you know. And so for me, when I started, like I mentioned, learning how to control my emotions and understanding, you know, coming to the workplace, I started showing up. And that's why I say it's, it's people, I never wanted to show up to impress anybody. It was more about myself. Wanting to be more, you become more confident. Absolutely, to be honest. thank you. You're more assertive because yes. you know you know who you are. Absolutely, there's a certainty of self that yes. you have. Yes, yeah, it's like bring yes. it on. Yes, if and I don't people, know, I will tell you I don't know. Gravitate to that. Yes, people, people are. It's the authenticity that, that yes. we are talking about. People gravitate to that, right? You begin to be someone that people can, you know, like I said, you bring your best self. People would gravitate to that. People see you as a someone that they can Light. count on yes that they can rely on people people the work is already hard enough in the workplace <laughs> yes not nobody wants it compounded by things of you know and even when you know it doesn't mean that anything that is thrown at you you accept like you mentioned when you're confident in self right you're able you're easily able to go and say you know what i can't do this mm. thing today. let's so manage expectations yes for okay so um you were talking about um being confident All as right. a leader yes. you know in yourself because you are you know there's a absolutely there's I a mean, certainty yes and that's what so you know yourself like i mentioned it's not like you then accept anything that is thrown at you you're more confident in what you're able to do what you cannot do the boundaries that you need to set yeah. and you're able to communicate more effectively right mm-hmm. and that way people like you mentioned people then gravitate to, more towards you people are more coffee people know that if i come to guinea you know you're not you're doing and uh, this is the, you're doing the work internally right but it is showing up externally people know just know that i can count on guinea if we have something to do i can rely on guinea and that's that's what everybody body wants in the team mm-hmm. you think about it you also want to work with people that you know have good energy absolutely oh. yes that's it that's the <laughs> word right so yeah it's really really important you know as team members as as people and the truth is once you become you, you go on that journey your quality of your relationships not just at work even at life. home life your friends your your spouses your kids you know the quality of relationships first actually first with yourself right and like what you said about loving yourself, the quality of relationship with yourself starts increasing. And there's absolutely no way it doesn't translate mm. to 
the world and around you. Yeah. So okay, let's let's now focus on being a leader. Yeah. This is a young people's podcast. And mm-hmm. by young, if you are 50, you're still young. So any day you wake up, yeah, it's your morning. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm a leader, for instance, and um, whether a leader in church, a leader in a work, if you lead in your home, you are a leader. You know, mm-hmm. we are leaders of self as well. For me, there's a saying that um, an organization is only as healthy as its leaders. Mm-hmm. And a lack of self-awareness for leaders breeds toxic toxicity mm. yeah there's more people there's no psychological safety mm. when a leader is not aware of how they show up so mm. for leaders it's important for you to know your strength mm. um it's important to know what you are good at mm. because it then breeds that confidence we're talking about mm. but it's also important to know um what you are not good at and be okay with it because then you are able to argument find when you are recruiting for your team for instance you know that i need somebody that has execution skills you know you are able to identify that in people because you want it to you want to you want to have a healthy team and you know that this you are deficient in this area that's just an example of how you can you can identify your weakness and say okay this is how i want to help you get someone that is better at it and and be okay with you, right. you know, your lane. Not it's like you are competing. No, right. you're very okay with it. As a leader, it's important to understand your biases. Mm. I've seen leaders that they are not open to, I'm in HR, so most of the time when you say, oh, we need to make it a balanced slate to ensure that we have male and females on the panel mm. on the panel or in the recruitment, um, the, the candidate list. Mm. They are very uncomfortable. They don't know why. Mm. And for some, it's because probably they don't want a situation where okay there'll be a break someone wants to go on maternity leave mm-hmm. someone wants to, but they've not identified that this is a bias they just know that they are pushing against it mm-hmm. the problem is when you have not identified your biases whether it's mm-hmm. with a, an ethnic group the things you have reservations about mm-hmm. the things you're not you, you you you're not um you're not inclined to if you don't know if you have unconscious bias, similarity mm. bias, mm. you will find that you probably favor one person. We talked about it this morning. Mm. You favor one person in your team over the other because they, they remind you of yourself. Mm. Yeah. You find that you, you 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 say no to things, but you don't even know why. Mm. You don't see the benefit. Your perspective is not able to change to see the benefit of it at the work in, in the workplace mm. with your team. And then you are not even secure enough for people to give you mm. feedback, mm. which is a like it's a big thing. Mm. So for a leader, for me, if you are a leader and you want to develop self-awareness, mm. one thing I will say is don't be afraid to ask for feedback. Mm. Feedback is a gift. Yes. What you now do with it is your business. Yes. That's all my boss used to say. Yes. That year. What you do with it is your business. So like I said, self-awareness is that difference between who you think you are as you show up. Yes. And who people, interpret. yeah, who you think you are, and how you how you show and how people interpret it, mm-hmm. yeah. If the margin is small, then you have a higher um, self awareness, mm-hmm. and you can only know if you ask people for honest feedback. Right. Honest feedback. If you have good friends, ask them. I used to do this. I've not done it in the last one year. But every um, what do, what am I good at? And it annoys some people. Yeah. yeah? But I know why I'm doing it because I don't want to ever be that person that thinks I'm so great, so fantastic, yeah. you know, and I'm just prancing around 
yeah. not giving bad vibes yeah? yeah so i'm very quick to ask for feedback yeah. and when i feel re- reservation i ask myself why why is this thing making me uncomfortable so there's also the element of self-reflection yes. but even when you are self-reflecting you cannot know finish because yes. you are using yourself as a frame of reference yes. you have biases yes. so that's what another person giving you feedback yes. will help you do yes. yeah and i read somewhere to be honest this is this was groundbreaking for me yeah. that you know how we think that the 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 higher you are the more the, the more you successful you are the more self-aware you are but research has shown that it's not true because nobody can talk nobody wants to even talk to you because you're the one paying their salary if they tell you too much you you ask them you guess (laughs) yes so you think that oh as a leader is is a is a a primary quality of a good leader however there is a risk that the higher up you go in leadership, the less self-aware you are, mm-hmm. because your peers, who probably were your peers then, but mm-hmm. now you are their boss, they mean except you have you built such such a solid foundation, yeah. they will not be inclined to tell you, guy, you are messing up, Absolutely. because they know that they need some, they want to curry some favor from you, mm-hmm. or they they just don't want they want to be in your good graces mm-hmm. because there's something you, they are getting from you mm-hmm. um, at that point. The people below you, they just feel like. Well, you are my boss. Yeah. Anything you say. Anything you say is great. You see? Yeah. So it's very likely that the way you are showing up in your head, being assertive, you know, driving targets, and the way they are seeing you is yeah. very different. So yeah. you need to be conscious enough to create that environment where people are safe psychologically yeah. to tell you, boss, please, I have feedback. Yeah. Um, let me see you five minutes. Yeah. Is it okay? You know with respect but being able to say i don't agree with this right. and when people tell you i don't agree with you don't now right. don't now be reeling like um absolutely like S-worm. cockroach or earthworm <laughs> ask yourself okay calm down yes. let the person um express themselves it is a clear sign that you are confident in your own skin yes. you're willing to take feedback yes. and you want to be better so that for me is something I wanted to drop for leaders. Yes. If you want to be a great leader, you need to humble definitely humble yourself, yourself take feedback, yes. solicit feedback, be proactive yes. enough to go go and ask for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's my I own. absolutely I would just add, like, you know, in everything you said, and as you were talking, I just reflected, I was just thinking about several times when we've seen this type of this trait, right? Leaders thinking that they are driving, they are doing heaven and earth. And then, you know, they are living a trail of broken hearts, broken hearts, broken trauma, hearts, broken <laughs> hearts. traumatized people. Absolutely, you know. So, as leaders, you're very correct. You have to, and leadership is by no means easy. No, it's a journey, man. Ah, leadership is is hard. Let me tell you something I, I realized recently. I gave myself a pat on the shoulder. Yeah. And it was because, um. I had a situation with someone I work with, someone that reports to me, and the way I showed up was different from how I showed up in 2016 with someone that was reporting to me. Mm. You get in that instant, I knew I had the right intention, mm. but the person started giving me attitude because you know people come with different um mindsets to the workplace, mm. but it's not how you interpret it, how you take it in. Mm. And for me, I don't like bad vibes. We were really good until, you know, this attitude thing. And I 
I said, you know what, hands off from you. I'm your leader. I, I don't think that was my the best approach to do. But in yeah. in a few years down the line, which is just a few weeks back, I was able to say, okay, let's address it. Why are you feeling like this? Yeah. Help the person run through the emotion. Yeah. But um, I, this is my expectation of you regardless. Because okay. I this is, you know, help them see that you mean well for them. Yes. But you also need them to do the job, yes. you know. But in that other situation, I was... All the all of this is being, you know, I don't want bad energy, you yes. know, and I hand stuff. But yeah. it's not good for the relationship. Yes. It's not good for the productivity. Some things will not and get it done. Always mean it gets bad energy. Right? <laughs> yeah. you, you shouldn't. But you have to confront. The now I was able to yeah. have that conversation, yes. and it. I can tell you the relationship is better. Mm-hmm. And I sat down mm-hmm. like this is literally the opposite of what I did. I'm, I'm not a, a, an avoidant person when it comes to conflict. I'm yes. sure you know. But yeah. in that situation, I was like what should i do and i avoided the, the, in this situation i had the conversation but i had it with empathy yeah. i had it with clarity of thought and i, yeah. I honestly prayed before the second i was like yeah. yo god i really wanted to lash out but i i said no let's take a break let's yeah. regroup by two o'clock yeah. by the time i came back i was able to say xyz you know and so for me it was gross you know it was me being able to say okay check yourself yes as much as you don't like bad energy, you know, you want everybody to be yes. kumbaya. What is your role as a leader? And I think I really like what you said, right? How you applied empathy. Because sometimes as leaders, you know, you just want, you're like, why am I getting this? I'm your leader. You should. Exactly. If I say it's like this, let it be I like was this. this you're saying? You know, but you put aside your pride, your ego, you know, or whatever other negative emotion. And you you addressed the issue mm-hmm. and you went from a perspective of empathy. This is what self-awareness gives you. And yeah. as you grow and you build in that skill, you learn a lot. You realize, see, a lot of things are not about me. No. A lot of things are People not are about dealing with their own stuff. Yes, or my ego or how I want it to be. You know, there's another human being here. At the end of the day, it is to achieve this objective, right? And when you start thinking like that you're better able to be less take things less personal mm. you're more objective you're able to remove your sentiments, you know, your sentiments yes and then that's how you're able to get better things people you know a lot of things will, will be better solved in the workplace if a lot of us leave our pride and ego at the gates at the gates and then we come in and we are having real conversations and we're facing the issue mm-hmm. we're not attacking each other yes personally you yes know? and we're not rubbing we're not measuring shoulder pad with each other literally. <laughs> oh my god so yeah for, this is this is this is this has been a great conversation yeah. as far as i'm concerned we can continue talking for three see hours. there's so much more so to much. say but we gotta so go much. we don't want this to be too long and maybe we could talk about it in another um another episode when maybe we're talking about emotional intelligence um because it's all intertwined yeah mm-hmm. but just to wrap up um being self-aware is critical to being a human being or even to lead it's also critical um for leadership leadership yes. of self and of others it affects the way you show up it affects your well-being yeah um because then you're you're able to understand your triggers you're able to know when to rest you know it affects your work it affects your relationships um and it just affects your mind really you know 
So you, but you have to start by loving yourself, remembering that God loves you and remembering that we are on a journey. Don't think you wake up one day and, um, you 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 just be self-aware no there's always something to be better at but it's the conscious decision to on that personal development journey see i'm gonna be better last year i worked on kindness this year i'm going to work on confidence to this year i'm going to you know identify those things that you want to be better at and ask god to help you do it and the final thing for me, right, there's there's a scripture just to wrap up. Mm. You know, Psalm one thirty and it's just the Bible has everything. Of course. Psalm one thirty nine verse twenty three, right? Um, where it says and amplified, it says, Search me thoroughly, O oh. God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. So the first time I truly understood, wow. you know, this scripture jumped at me. And for me it was it was speaking to what you've just said, right? The heart of man is so your heart is so deep. Your that your subconscious heart. So many things are going on that you don't even know. It's only when something happens and it brings it out mm. to you know to the conscious level. So when I read the scripture, it's just for me saying, God, search me, search my heart. You know, I have a lot of blind spots that even me I don't know. Yeah, you know, show me. Mm-hmm. Show me where I must go. Show me, bring it to light. Those things that even me myself, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, help me figure out things that I must deal with. You know, my deep, deep thoughts that I don't even know. Yeah. Search me and bring it out for me. And like what you said about loving yourself. So you're not even afraid to see the the part of you that, you know, that's Yamanyama. That Yamanyama because you know that that's not who you mirror. are. That's not who you are. The real mirror is yeah. the word yes, of God. Absolutely. And you see, we, we, we talk a lot about um yes, the the you spoke about the word of God being the mirror. But when we even I have kind of lost my train of thought. But to be honest, this scripture you mentioned is so spot on. Mm. And I just want to add that how you find it will be different. Some people, you may need to go and do the Myers-Briggs personality test. Yeah. And when you do it, you're able to see, yeah. you know, what is telling you. Some people, you may need to go for physical therapy. therapy. Yeah. Go for therapy, Correct. you know. Yes. Jesus is great. Yes. And that's why he made therapy. Yeah. Go for therapy. Because while we say self-reflection is great, sometimes you can't do the self-reflection you can't excavate the depth of your (laughs) what you're dealing with so how god will help you search your heart will be different and when we talk about purpose yes that's what i was trying to remember when we talk about purpose many many times we we find our purpose when we are we know who we are it's at the center of who we are you see so if we're talking you you're trying to find your purpose what are you great at what are the things that make you make you irritated? Mm. What are the things that make you happy? What are you mm. passionate about? Mm. It's all about knowing yourself well enough to mm. say, okay, this is the line I want to do. Mm. You want to change jobs? You want to change careers? Mm. It's that self-awareness of Correct. saying, okay, this is how I want it to, you know, mm. that makes you, is that definitive, um, fo- that definitive focus will come from being self-aware. Correct. So a lot of things just hover around your understanding of yourself, yeah. understanding of how you show up, and more than anything, understanding it in the light of the love of God. Correct. 
So I think Absolutely. on that note, it's a good place to, you know, pause. Pause <laughs> and just end this. But I just want to say thank you, Chinri. It has been awesome as always. Yes. Let's now embark on our soft life this afternoon. But guys, I'm hoping you've had value um with it, well on this podcast. The English was tough out there. Yeah. <laughs> so please give me feedback. Let me know what other topics would you like to hear about what topics in career on finances, you know, um, relationships, managing friendships, changing careers. It's all about being the better you, rising higher and having fun while doing it. So I'd like to hear your feedback. And on that note, keep living your best life. Bye.